Hello and welcome to the Vulcan Academy podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Bobby Harper, and in this series we try to make things uh, singing and performing more comprehensible and accessible to you. Episode 5 It's gonna feel different So first off, uh, please let me take a moment to thank you for tuning into this podcast I realise that many of you have probably not heard of me before And I realise that if you've landed here It's because you're looking for some enlightenment on singing And the process to getting better at singing So No matter why you're here, then here we are together. And I am really grateful that you've tuned in. So, as you're listening to the podcast, I would love to encourage you to leave a five-star review because the more ratings we get and the more reviews we get, the more likely we will be able to get to the top of the list, which is where we all want to go, right? Uh, So please do me this favour as we want as many people to come across this information as possible and together we can maybe encourage more and more people to get out there and to sing with a bit more freedom. So, episode 5, here we are. Um, It's been a while since uh, our last episode. So, um, yup, um... Apologies there. We will try not to make it as uh, as long as uh, as uh, for the next one. Um, but uh, here we are, and uh, thanks for sticking with me. Um, so what we look at in this episode really is that the process to improving your vocal technique, your skills, your singing voice means that singing is really more than likely going to have to feel different. And that you will have to do something different. And that really is the word here today. Different. Change. You're going to hear that a lot. So you've got to buy into that. Straight off the bat, improving technique is most likely going to mean that you are going to have to change something. And that change will mean having to accept slightly different sensations to the feelings in how you express your vocal. And I don't mean emotional feelings, literally physical sensations. Have you ever heard of um, what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting to get different results. Of course, a lot of you may have heard this before and may even subscribe to it, but... When it comes to singing, looking for change is easier said than done. Because what we do in order to sing, or what we have been doing to sing, is generally the only way we know how to do it. So, taking that solid ground away from the singer can be disconcerting, to say the least. And what happens is we can experience resistance to the change. Sometimes wanton, sometimes involuntary. 
but resistance nonetheless. Even for those who are already pretty good at it, when you enlist the support of a vocal coach to help with your technique, to help you get better at singing, it is somewhat normal for the singer to just want the technique looked at. But don't touch my voice, please. Well, if I'm honest, that is just not going to happen because both of them are inextricably linked together. And to be fair, one needs the other in order to work. So there you go. If you don't want uh, to, to uh, if you don't want me to touch your voice, then don't come to me. But anyway, there you go. So the thing is, everybody uses technique to sing. Everybody. But most people are not particularly aware of the technique they use to sing. So they're using technique, but probably wouldn't be able to point it out. And if your technique is invisible to you, then it can only be helpful if you can shine a light on it. And generally, if you get to the point, for some people, this is a huge step. But if you get to the point, you enlist professional help for your voice, then you need to accept the fact that some things, i.e. the things you need to improve on, will, necess will necessitate you changing something. And when you change something, it means that you will be doing that thing differently. And I know it sounds obvious, but, you know, when it comes to your voice, the goal, you know, will be in a very loose sense to sound somewhat different. For example, better. Then the logical conclusion is that for you to make that audible change to your voice, then the sensation associated with that change means that it's going to feel different. So that becomes the, the target, the difference. So it's difficult for inexperienced singers and even some of the more naturally gifted singers out there, like you most likely, to associate singing with sensation. We see it in the studio all the time. It could easily be that it's just never been considered, that to control your voice means being mindful of how your voice feels as distinct from what it sounds like. For a lot of you, this will be a whole new concept. But also, I know that becoming mindful of the sensational difference between, for an example, an ah sound in contrast to an ooh sound will make the challenge of improving your technique a whole lot easier for you if you can tell the difference in how they feel, not just how they sound. So experiment with your voice. And how do you do this? In the shower, in the car, in the kitchen, getting your breakfast ready. But you're Bobby, that's completely mad. Yes, yes it is. But whoever said that learning more about your voice was a dignified pursuit. The end result we all want, of course, is to sing 
beautifully the way we want to for sure but to get there there is a lot of ugly along the way and if you are under the misapprehension that learning to sing means flowers fluffy clouds and unicorns then you are sadly mistaken and in for a very bumpy challenging journey with a lot of conflict along the way so because we need to improve technique the sensations how our voice handles different challenges we need to make different sounds and if we only stick with the sounds we already know and are already comfortable with then we are going to remain stuck where we already exist and that basically means not moving from the piece of land that you are already standing on so think of it like an artist if you you know start off with a canvas and you start off with a few pencils and you find that you become somewhat respectable at drawing in pencil you can make a possible picture of a house or a horse or a bridge or whatever you may find oh I need to kind of move on from here so if you take classes in art and you tell your art teacher that you're only happy to use pencils the ones that you always use because you're comfortable with them then you will be limited in how far you can improve on the other hand if you are open to using different tools like paints and oils and charcoal and uh, you know paper or blackboard I don't know the thing is you will have more room to grow into and you are going to give yourself a much greater chance of improving and singing is the same so the tools in singing really are your vowels and your consonants and things like a pharyngeal voice or your you know your dopey voice or things like that um, and if you find yourself that you're fighting against using those different sounds then you will be hamstrung in your facility to get better and in singing terms this means making you know friends with these new sounds different sounds unfinished and sometimes ugly sounds right now at this point all you have in your satchel are the finished sounds that you're used to using and which are basically the pencils that you've been using so far and the ones that you're already comfortable with so it's definitely better to accept at this stage that you will need to be open to making different sounds and be open to the idea that some of these sounds are going to be weird now let's park that for a second and let's go back and explain targets so what do we know about targets well in my head a target is a round red mark and in my head it generally tends to be small and it generally tends to be far away and it's bloody hard to hit so when I'm standing looking at the small red target that happens to be far away from me in order for me to feel more comfortable I would like to have lots of projectiles at my disposal why 
because I inherently understand that for me to hit that target, I am going to miss it loads of times and I'm going to need loads of projectiles that I can fire at it um, and hopefully some of them will stick. So achieving success with one out of many. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, a a normal way that people, you know, do things. So when we slow it all down and we think logically as to how we might win more consistency in hitting the target, there are one or two things that I know that could help me. I could try to make the target easier to hit by making it bigger. Or I could move the target closer to me. Or I could make the target bigger and move the target closer. Or I could change my projectiles. Or any number of different strategies. So it's singing. This is a good progressive mindset to take because it gives you room to maneuver. If you are too rigid, then you will be restricted and leave yourself with little room for error. Always looking for perfection. Not allowing yourself room to make mistakes, which is quite claustrophobic and not really a healthy place to encourage growth. For some reason, it seems to be hardwired into people that you need to, it needs to be hard or you need to make it hard or that they should be able to do something immediately especially singing and if not then it's just too hard or it's reserved for the naturally talented or gifted hmm how convenient so think of target practice if you find it difficult to make the target then make the target easier to hit at worst You can convince yourself that you're making things too easy. Fine. Then move the target a little bit further away, but, you know, not too far. It's not cheating, but aiming for something like that's years down the road is just silly. But yet that is what so many people do. Normally, in singing parlance, what we're talking about is slowing things down so take time to observe the sounds that you're making try not to micromanage them there is i admit a fine line between managing something and micromanaging it um i find the best way to enter this particular room is to spend time being an observer so make the sounds and try to acknowledge how they feel this takes time so if you find That you start micromanaging or overthinking, you need to step back. Because if you're only learning about your voice, then the question is, what are you trying to manage? Nope. Just make the sounds and try to observe what are the limitations of that sound physically and maybe what are your mental limitations around that sound, especially if it's an unfinished sound. While you probably won't understand the differences immediately, you will definitely start to feel them. At this stage, you don't need to be able to explain them. They are yours and you are the only one who needs to understand them or try to understand them. So you shouldn't really feel any pressure to be able to put whatever it is you feel into words. Just observe 
and, you know, make your own mental notes. When you are here, then you are in a much better place than you might have been prior to trying this strategy out. But you've got to give it time. You see, you've now provided your brain with sounds and mindfully observed the different sensations associated with these sounds and you're now joining them together and that's it. So when the singer understands that they will have to accept changing elements of what they are used to, then you are in a good place to start making some improvements. So let me just recap a little bit. In order to begin improving technique, you, the singer, will need something to compare the new with. So you will need to find some foothold with how you sing at the moment. And that foothold can be, you know, audible or sensational. What we focused on in this, this podcast is the sensation, the feeling of the sound. Um, so if this is a new concept to you, then practically what you could do is sing the line of a song you know one way, you know, the, the way that you normally would sing it. And then maybe make a funny voice, like a dopey voice, and sing the same line. So that could be, for example, oh, la, 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 la. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Or, and then change to, Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? So you gotta make it a little bit dopey, a little bit like that, and and then repeat. So repeat them both ways until you can begin to feel the difference. So you can do that. You can slow it down. Is this the real life? Is is is? You know, take a vowel, sing it one way, then using the same vowel, sing it another way. E- Or go into a bratty voice or a witchy voice. Is this? Is this? And repeat. Uh, And you will begin to feel differences. And the more you mindfully do this, always observing, you will begin to understand the differences. In your own way, you'll begin to understand them. So, the... (laughs) These are the different feelings we've been addressing in this podcast. And I'm going to leave that there for today. I really hope that these tips are helpful if you've been contemplating getting help with your voice. By all means, if you would like to reach out, uh, you can find my email address in the podcast notes along with other links. I think that might be helpful to you. So until next time, be happy, be safe. And sing like nobody's listening.